Hello everyone and welcome to Dracuna Dieta, Dracuna's weekly news digest, bringing you the latest in the psychedelic space from the Dracuna Institute for Psychedelic Plant Medicines, providing public education and cultural understanding about psychedelic plant medicines and promoting a bridge between the ceremonial use of sacred plants and psychedelic science. I'm your host, Joseph Mays, Program Director of the Indigenous Reciprocity Initiative of the Americas. I thank you again for joining me for the week of September 5th to September 11th. We'll begin with an announcement about our Chacuna Community Forum from this past Wednesday, September 8th. We had an amazing conversation about what's happening with the California Decriminalization Bill, Community Learning from the Advocacy Frontlines. This was a conversation with Ismail Ali, David Bronner, Reggie Harris, and Monica Cadena. We paid particular attention to clarification around community concerns, and we had a really engaging Q&A at the end with some really important questions and, and points being raised. The panel did an excellent job of demystifying California Senate Bill 519, which was paused in the California State Assembly. This is the first and most expansive psychedelic decriminalization bill to go through a state legislature. And so it was very controversial. There's a lot of confusion around it, and there's a lot to be discussed about its origins and its current status, as well as the next steps. So I encourage you to go to Crowdcast, go to chacuna.net, check this community forum out, as well as all of our past community forums which are available and also stay tuned for the next edition in our special series patenting the sacred called psychedelic patents may be bad for your health a conversation with chris burns leslie boer and mason marks that will be on wednesday september 15th from 12 to 1:30 p.m pacific time we have a lot of amazing community conversations bringing together people from all over the world uh, from every walk of life in the psychedelic space, highlighting marginalized voices and addressing important issues. Also want to make an announcement about the International Psilocybin Symposium, Therapeutic Potentials, Culture and Decolonization. This will be in Spanish with one bilingual panel, and it's taking place on September 20th to 21st. At this symposium, Tracuna will be accompanied by Mexican grassroots and nonprofit organizations, via Synapsis Sociedad Mexicana de Silocibina and Mindsurf. They have all joined together to bring researchers, indigenous scholars, activists, community members, spiritual leaders, and artists from around the globe to discuss these issues from a decolonial standpoint. This symposium explores and promotes dialogue and reflection on the ritual, therapeutic, scientific, cultural, and philosophical aspects of sacred mushrooms and psilocybin. In the face of the global boom of psilocybin and mushrooms in scientific research, and along with it, all the challenges around globalization, commercialization, and medicalization, it's important to examine the history of uses of mushrooms, traditional and indigenous knowledge, healing and spirituality, therapeutic potentials, conservation concerns, decolonization, biopiracy, intellectual property, and psychedelic capitalism. I also want to once again announce our Religion and Psychedelics Forum on April 22nd to April 24th, 2022. This is Chakruna's next big conference, and we have early bird tickets available now, as well as a call for speakers. So if you know someone, or if you are interested in speaking on a panel at this upcoming conference, you can fill out a form on our website. 
This forum is going to be two days of panels discussing and exploring the role of psychedelics in the history of religion, as well as the role of religion in the modern psychedelic renaissance, taking a multidisciplinary and intercultural approach, examining these questions around mystical experience, indigenous spirituality, religious freedom and drug policy, and how psychedelics intersect with both Eastern and Western religious traditions. Chakuna is also still hiring a development director, events coordinator, and executive assistant. These are all remote, and I encourage you if you're passionate about issues in psychedelics, including equity, access, inclusion, and indigenous reciprocity, to consider joining our diverse international team and making a difference in the psychedelic renaissance. We had another edition of our Wisharika Art Wednesdays series in this uh, edition of this incredible series curated by Diana Negrin. We had another fantastic wool yarn and beeswax artwork from Pablo Taisan de la Cruz. This particular work is a representation of Viricuta, which is the land of the Wixarica in Mexico, where peyote is transformed into sacred shields and mirrors and permits the shaman to see the words and aspects of the ancestors. You can follow this series every Wednesday and you can also learn more about the Wisharika Research Center, reading their summer newsletter, and you can learn about their organization and the work that they're doing for huichol art as well as peyote conservation. We also have our newest edition in our Thursday series, Indigenous Reciprocity Thursdays, where we highlight one of the organization's participating in the Indigenous Reciprocity Initiative of the Americas, or ERI for short. This initiative is our online resource uh, supporting plant medicine by giving back to Indigenous communities, nurturing ecological well-being, including land rights activism, food security, economic resilience, and addressing ecological and cultural conservation at the grassroots level. This past Thursday, we took a closer look at Shapiri Ground, which is an organization in the Peruvian Amazon working in partnership with several different communities. Right now they're focused on their storytellers project with the Matsugenka community, recovering and documenting traditional Matsugenka songs and stories while providing resources for cultural transmission and connection. The Matsugenka are one of many indigenous groups in the Peruvian Amazon and throughout the world engaged in the struggle for autonomy and self-determination with a living culture constantly adapting to increasing economic and environmental pressures. Shapiri Ground supports Metzigenka art expressed through singing and storytelling as a fundamental part of their cosmovision and a way to sustainably create resilience within their territories. The project involves community-directed photo and video documentation, as well as self-directed workshops for skill sharing and youth engagement, upholding the sociocultural value of their ancestral art for present and future generations. They recently recorded a video with a Matsugenka artisan, Edith, who has practiced her artisanal tradition since childhood, and she displays her strength as a caretaker of Matsugenka cultural identity, memory, and song, all while raising a family amidst the struggles of displacement and lack of educational and economic access. You can stay updated at shapiriground.org. You can find out more information about Erie on our website, shakuna-iri.org. And I want to also mention our upcoming event with Maya Health on September 22nd. 
4.30 to 5.30 p.m. Pacific time via Zoom. You can join myself as well as our executive director, Biela Bache, and the CEO and founder of Maya Health, David Champion, where we were going to discuss the Indigenous Reciprocity Initiative, how it works, the organizations involved, as well as the future of reciprocity in the psychedelic space. You can register for this event online at Maya Health's website, as well as chakuna.net. Also, the Chakuna Anthology Psychedelic Justice Toward a Diverse and Equitable Psychedelic Culture, still available for pre-order. Uh, these will be shipped out on September 14th. Highlighting Chakuna's ongoing work promoting diversity and inclusion by prominently featuring voices that have been marginalized. The essays examine both historical and current issues within psychedelics, and orient around policy, reciprocity, diversity, and inclusion, sex and power, colonialism, and indigenous concerns. The excerpts that I've read from it have opened my mind and, and taught me a lot about different perspectives that I might not have been as familiar with. We also have a new article in our Women in Psychedelics series by Samantha Black, interviewing Vilma Mahua Campos. It's a fantastic look at the perspective of a female ayahuasquera in the Amazon, her story becoming a traditional medicine practitioner, and provides a beautiful insight into the Shipibo perspective on plant medicines. In the article, Wilma says, plants become people in dreams and plant spirits become family to us who are healers. Plants are spirits that teach us how to heal the spiritual mind and the physical mind. We're coming to the end of our Tracuna Dieta episode this week, and I just want to leave you with a quote from one of my favorite ethnographies called The Hold Life Has, Coca and Cultural Identity in an Andean Community by the anthropologist Catherine J. Allen. She has been a huge inspiration to me in my own work. She spent many years with Vrunakuna, an indigenous group in the Andes Mountains, and she writes about the idea of a reciprocal relationship between the people and the land. Just as Erasmo can call on Luis for the help he owes, so he can also call on the saints, on his community's ancestors, and on its many powerful sacred places. His relationship with deities is similar in kind to his relationship with other human beings. Erasmo feeds the Tiracuna, or sacred places, and they owe Ayin Kausai, or well-being, to him and his household. The whole cosmos participates in the give and take of reciprocity. This quote touches on this multifaceted reciprocity that Alan explores in her ethnography. And she goes on to explain that the place supported them in the form of pasture land and cultivated fields. They sustained the place through ritual practices like haipai and material ones like crop rotation. The unity between people, productive activities, and the place was based in an ideology of reciprocity. And so what Alan's describing here is how the people of Sanko had this connection to Pachamama, to the earth that nourished the crops they planted and the crops nourished the people. And this is where this, uh, this term, which has spread and, and is often repeated at retreat centers, uh, the idea of the earth as Pachamama, comes from the Quechua communities in the Andes, also the source of how many people have come to learn about the concept of reciprocity through the Quechua word Aini, 
which refers to society existing in a constant changing balance of relationship. And it is that acknowledgement that, that we exist in this network of relationship that leads us to ask, how do we navigate that network? Now that we have reconnected with the reality that we live in this society and a community of different beings, including ourselves and our families and communities, our environments, the different organisms that inhabit them, plants and animals and fungi, and that we all have our own gift to give to that network. So I encourage you to examine that in your own life, where you are, the land that you're on, and uh, how you can start to live and honor that relationship. Thank you again for joining me for Chacuna Dieta, our weekly news digest. You can tune in every Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific time, when we release new episodes. And I hope that you all have a beautiful weekend and week ahead. And I'll see you next time. Bye.